You're listening to the Eagle Insider, the Barbers Hill Independent School District podcast. Barbers Hill is dedicated to educating, connecting, and inspiring our community. All right, Eagles, welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. We have a very special guest today. We have our head football coach and our athletic director, Mr. Carl Absek. Mr. Coach Absek, thank you for taking the time to spend with us. I appreciate you having me out. Absolutely. So let's jump right into it. At the time of recording right now, we're end of February, early May. We've had a ton of sports that have come through and finished, and we still have a couple going on. Um, I know you have a you have just an excess of riches when you talk about success here in the Barbers Hill Athletics Program. But tell us a little bit about about the year so far and some of the things that we've accomplished. Well, we have definitely had a great amount of success throughout our programs. Uh, it's been, uh, you know, last year as a, as a program, we made the playoffs in every sport that we participate in. Um, and this year we've started off in the same fashion uh, with probably the highlight being our girls basketball team making it to the regional tournament. Um, but every sport has has done really well. They've competed well. We won multiple district championships. Uh, both cross-country teams made it to regionals. Uh, swim sent the most swimmers to regionals that they've ever had. And uh, tennis, I think, did the same thing uh, in the fall season for tennis. So, you know, as a whole, you know, we all have, you know, very high expectations and we want to take our programs to new heights and, you know, football made it to the second round, boys basketball made it to the second round, uh, volleyball made it to the third round. Um, so we've all done really well and, uh, set ourselves up to, um, raise the expectation level even more next year. Now, uh, how common is that? How common is it for every varsity sport to make the playoffs in a, in its school district? I don't know that it's, that it's common for, you know, for every sport to have that a level of success across the board. Um, you know, we, we we're really blessed with kids that work really hard, uh, have talent. We have good, really good coaching staffs in all those different areas uh, who do a good job working with our kids from the time they're in middle school. And, and really that's where the foundation starts is, is with our middle school programs and the coaches there that do a really good job of developing those kids, uh, helping to develop their love for the game um, and the games that they play. Um, and, and honing their skills to send them to the next level. And our community is very supportive of, of athletics as a whole. And, you know, our kids are involved in, in youth sports. Uh, so their, their development starts really early. Um, and, you know, I think that's all those things benefit us in, in, in the high school and how we've, how we've done um, this year. Like I said, last year, my first year here. Um, so I'm kind of, you know, I'm gaining – uh, a respect for the different things that we've accomplished here over the history of the school. But um, I think what we're doing as a program as a whole is trying to continue to build that and move it forward. But um, it's not extremely common. Uh, you have different programs across the state who who excel in one area or the other, but to, to be that consistent across the board is, is, is unique and makes us a little bit different. Absolutely. Now, I uh, follow just about every program, every coaching staff on Twitter. And at the end of the year, we always get the superlatives and the coaches always sing the praise of their students. And across the board, we have defensive players of the year, newcomers of the year, first team all district across. But one of the things that always stands out to me is across all of our programs, how many academic all state student athletes we have. And that that really just kind of stood out to me. Can you speak a little bit about what our kids are doing, not just on the field or on the court, but also in the classroom? There's no question. We have, you know, uh, highly motivated 
students. And, uh, you know, the, the whole concept of no pass, no play, uh, you know, obviously makes taking care of your, your academics important, but at the same time, uh, to be recognized as academic all state, uh, and those are usually only senior awards. And so, you know, those are your seniors. They've put in four years of hard work. Uh, and it's a, um, you know, it's a compilation of all the things that they've accomplished academically over that time uh, that allows them to be recognized in that fashion. And so, you know, I think it just, again, you know, speaks to their their work ethic and, you know, the emphasis that they've placed on it at their at their home and then that their coaches have reinforced and well, as well as having great teachers and, and staff that work with our kids. I think it just speaks to the fact that everyone is working hard to push our kids to be as successful as possible. But it also goes back to the kids just really, uh, you know, showing their work ethic and their determination to be successful, not only on the fields and the courts, but also in the classroom. Absolutely. You talked about that as a senior award. Uh, just a few weeks ago, I had the pleasure of coming back to the high school. I, I miss you guys back there, by the way, just <laughs> off the record. I miss you too. But to get back there... We had to celebrate 11 seniors uh, during signing day, just 11 student athletes that were getting the opportunity to play at the next level. And uh, that's huge. And and for I think for a program to have that many, you talk a little bit about those seniors and the seniors that are still yet to sign. I mean, we're not we're not done, are we? No, those 11. No, we'll have we'll have an additional signing uh, at the end of April, early May uh, to catch up all those all those athletes who, who make late decisions or get late opportunities to go and play at the next level. But uh, we've had two. Uh, we had our first signing back in, in uh, November and then our second one in February. And between the two, we've had 21 seniors that have signed to go play uh, at the next level, which is is really, really um, exciting and, and fun for those kids to, to realize their dreams um, that they've worked so hard for. That's the, you know, the, the unfortunate part is, is, not everyone's going to get an opportunity to go play uh, college sports. And, and so, you know, it's a point of emphasis and sometimes disappointment for people, but in the end it's the pursuit and it's the drive and it's the, uh, the work towards that goal that is going to benefit the kids, uh, whether they attain that, that dream right out of the, out of the gate, or if, if they have to keep work, working a few more years for that opportunity. But, um, you know, we had, we've had kids uh, from golf to soccer to baseball, football, volleyball, uh, track and field, uh, soccer, uh, softball, all across the gamut. We've had athletes in, in, in those sports, uh, reach those goals. And, uh, and it's really, really exciting. And as a, you know, as an athletic director, it's, it's rewarding to see your kids have those opportunities, have those successes. Uh, and again, it goes back and, and it points to their work ethic and their, and their coaches that have worked with them to help them get to this point. All right. Now, recently we just had a, a little bit of a, a fundraising effort through our uh, booster club who does a great job of just supporting our student athletes and our programs all across the board. Can you talk a little bit about the fundraising and, and how our community really just stepped up for us? Uh, yes, we, you know, we did somewhat of a unique fundraiser here uh, that we were fortunate to be able to do um, that ran for two weeks. And, and, and the thing is, is we have 15 programs uh, in the athletic department that all, uh, are, are supported by one booster club. And so we had all 15 sports and the athletes within those programs participate in this fundraiser, uh, which was a, a donation campaign, but had different levels of donations that allowed the, uh, the person donating the money to receive something in return, um, at different levels. And, and so our district was a, 
was able to let us do that. And it was kind of a first time deal uh, for Barbers Hill and, and the community really responded well. Um, you know, our, we set our goal high, just like we do in everything that we do at Barbers Hill. And uh, we were able to reach our goal as a program. And uh, so it's going to really benefit our, our student athletes uh, somewhat this year, but most definitely next year as we move into our next calendar year uh, to be able to do the things that they would like to do with their programs, whether that uh, mean taking them to certain uh, tournaments, you know, and, and allowing them to pay for their overnight stay to go uh, to those tournaments and, um, and, you know, to compete in those areas that maybe we haven't been able to go to in the past because of, of the ability to pay for it. Um, and so, you know, our district does a great job of supporting our programs uh, through our budgets and through uh, capital outlay and things of that nature. But it was definitely a, a big uh, help to us to be able to do some of the things that we haven't been able to do and also provide some of the equipment that either needs to be replaced or has never been purchased uh, to help us within those programs to uh, to take our kids to the next level, and so uh, it was a it was a great success, and we're very gr- uh, grateful to our community and and our families and and friends that that helped support us in our fundraising effort because it was definitely uh, they definitely responded well, and uh, it was very encouraging to see them being so, so supportive of our our teams and our kids and our programs. Absolutely. Now, <clears throat> now uh, I'm relatively new here. But just in my seven years at Barbers Hill, I feel like we've seen a change in our facilities, our just our upgrades that we've had, whether it be new turf at the football field or our auxiliary field that some of our middle schools use, or new weight rooms, new locker rooms, new, 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 new. And that's a huge part of making sure that our kids have what they need to be successful. Can you just talk a little bit about some of the things that we've upgraded, improved, and changed in our facilities? Uh, yes, we've we've done a tremendous job. Just even in my two years that I've been here, uh, it's been um, you know really exciting as a as an athletic director and and a football coach and and just a coach in general to see the commitment that our community that our school district has made uh, to have helping us have the very best uh, facilities, uh, definitely in this area uh, and and to me uh, across the state of Texas. And so. Um, you know, that commitment hasn't stopped in the two years I've been here. We've, we've been really busy trying to, you know, not only upgrade the things that we already have, but mostly to expand for growth because of the, the size of our programs and the number of student athletes that are coming into our programs. It's created a need for more room, uh, mostly with the, within the, the locker room situations and things of that nature. So, um, you know, just the year before I got here, they just returfed Eagle Stadium um, you know, we expanded the the bleachers at both the baseball and softball fields, uh, which doubled the um, the seating capacity in both of those facilities. Uh, which, if you you know make it out to some baseball and softball games, you're going to see that it was both a very nice aesthetic addition, but also very needed for the space that it takes to to hold the crowds that we have because we are blessed with uh, great support from our community. Um, we we turfed the auxiliary field and renamed it. Um, and so, you know, I think that added again to our ability to, you know, um, play multiple games on, at the, on the same dates. Um, you know, we, we played, I think five or six JV football games at the auxiliary field when the freshmen were playing at Eagle stadium. And so instead of having to travel to go play somewhere else, we were able to host those. Um, we've, in fact, this week alone, we're, we're hosting a, a track meet. Uh, which kicked our soccer game down to the auxiliary field. But now they're getting to play on a top-notch surface 
Uh, so it's it's not a it's not a disadvantage for our kids. Um, last year we or this last summer we expanded and renovated the uh, middle school North girls locker room uh, to you know that was it was a huge need and our district responded to that that request and that need and saw the need there and we expanded that to uh, give our girls at middle school North uh, a much larger facility much bigger facility that really allows them to continue to grow in the rate that they're fixing to continue to grow. Um, this summer, we're looking at expansion and renovation of the middle school South and North boys locker rooms, as well as our volleyball girls locker room at the field house. Um, and then obviously we have the new construction program or projects that are going to get ready to kick off here at the end of the summer, which will be uh, including, you know, some new locker room facilities and renovations at the high school, uh, a new practice gym, um, offices, and then, you know, restructuring some of the current areas we have to expand the, the, uh, the training room. Uh, that's the eventual goal to get that expanded to meet the needs of our student athletes within our athletic training program. Uh, so there's a lot of things that we've done and that we're planning to move forward with, uh, that will all benefit, you know, every program within our district. And, and, and so it's, it's really exciting to see that commitment, level uh maintained because we do have top-notch facilities you know all baseball turf field all softball turf field uh, the indoor facility is is a game changer which really you know it's hugely hugely advantage uh, gives us a huge advantage uh over the people that we play when when we get to practice and and everybody's you know having to cancel practices for weather and and things of that nature our kids don't miss those opportunities so it's really uh, it's a huge deal for our programs and we and we accommodate all of them in that in that facility on especially in the spring it's so busy uh so that's that's huge for us and and so we 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 know we're blessed and and our kids and our coaches do a good job of taking care of those facilities and uh you know we're excited about what the future holds there as well now one of the things that uh you talked about there was the the middle school two middle school locker rooms i'm gonna take off my my district employee hat and we'll put on my dad hat i have a middle schooler and uh I'm blown away by the fact of how often we see you and your varsity coaches down at the middle school level. I remember our very first parent meeting when he was going into seventh grade, you came off of a spring practice. You were in your spring practice window just to talk to us. And, um, that was huge for me as a parent to, to, I mean, I knew you, but for the other parents to see, this is the head guy that comes down. He cares about the kids at this level. And one of the messages you had there was about multi-sport athletes and, um, you know, how you, you supported that. You wanted them to try different things. So if you could talk a little bit about growing your program from the ground up and encouraging kids to try different things as their work for you. Well, there's no question. I think, you know, I'm a firm believer in, in competition and competition breeds uh, success because I think the more times the kids put themselves into an uncomfortable situation uh, when they're taught how to, to, um, you know, work through those situations and find success to deal with disappointments. The more times that they compete, the better off they're going to be at the end. Um, you know, as, as a coach, this is my 26th year. I'm going to keep doing this. Uh, you know, kids get four years in high school. They get, you know, two middle school years. So in a sense, they get six years of opportunities to go out and compete and play games that, you know, a lot of them grew up playing, but at some point there's an end. And, and so I think, um, you know, for our young people, they're they're being pushed and pulled in in directions, and I don't necessarily think that that's what's healthy for them. I don't necessarily think that's what's best for them. Um, I think we should cultivate and grow them to play as much as they can possibly play. They're all given 
uh, different gifts and abilities. And I think, you know, we are too often pushing them to, to focus on one area or the other, um, with this dream or hope that that focus alone will, will give them opportunities to go play at the next level, which none of which are guaranteed. Um, the only thing that they're guaranteed is an opportunity to play here at Barbers Hill. And so, you know, for me as a coach, I've always been a huge multi-sport athlete um, coach in terms of what we preach, what we teach, and what we allow. You know, and I think um, when we do that and we let those kids go and play uh, as many things as that they're capable of doing and, make, and capable of w- making those teams – uh, in the end, both the kid is benefited and our programs are benefited because we're getting our best athletes out to compete in, in multiple areas. And we have, you know, tons of examples of those kids currently right now at the high school that, you know, have competed in multiple sports for a Barbers Hill high school and have some, have seen great success. Um, and so that's what, you know, when I go out to talk to the sixth graders at intermediate school, North and South, uh, when I talk to the seventh and eighth graders, um, I talk to them about playing multiple sports and, and I don't just talk about it. You know, I encourage it, you know, within the football program alone, which obviously I'm the head coach of the football program, I'm pushing those kids to go out and play. And so we have, you know, within our program alone, we have kids that are playing varsity soccer, JV soccer, varsity and JV baseball, varsity and JV and freshman basketball. Um, and then, you know, for the most part, if they're not involved in one of those areas, then, then they're running track, you know, and, and a lot of our guys track is their, their next favorite sport or the one that they're most gifted toward. Uh, but even if they're not, we're, we're pushing them to go run because we want them to learn to compete not only against, you know, the other teams, but against themselves, you know, and, and bettering themselves in preparation for whatever it is that they're doing, whether it be football or whatever. I just, I just, I'm a firm believer in it. I know it's, it's a little contradictory to maybe the message that was given before, uh, and so I'm, I'm working hard to overcome that and, and get our parents and our, and our students to understand that it's going to be supported and it's going to be allowed and it's, it's what I want uh, for Barbers Hill Athletics. I want our athletes to go out and compete and to be successful, uh, and I think you know when they do all those things if they're gifted with the right abilities, then they're going to have the opportunities to go and play at the next level. And, and as coaches, it's our job and our responsibility to try to help uh, them attain those goals as well. And so we work really hard in the recruiting front, which is, you know, extremely difficult and frustrating at times because, you know, we have a different level of love and, and respect for our kids. Uh, and you have to, you know, sell them on other people who don't necessarily know them like that. And, uh, and it's so it's a very frustrating in, in existence in the recruiting world. And it has changed greatly over the last few years with the portals and, the, you know, um, you know, the NILs and all those things have changed the scope of recruiting. Uh, but, you know, so many of our kids, that is one of their goals when they start out when they're little is to go play at the next level. And um, and so that's what a lot of times pushes them to try to, you know, focus in one area or the other. But I think, again, uh, sports are mutually beneficial. And so the things and the skills and the abilities that they learn from one sport to the other carry over and help them be successful in, in multiple areas. And so, you know, that's, that's what I believe in and that's what I'm going to preach. And that's what I'm going to, uh, expect of my coaches as well. Right. Now you do wear multiple hats here. You are our athletic director across all our athletic programs from seven all the way up to 12, but your bread and butter is football. You're a head football coach and spring practice is coming up. 
Can you give us a little bit of preview, a little bit of yep. something about 2023 and what we can expect? Well, we're really excited, uh, obviously, about, you know, building off of the things we were able to accomplish this year. We, we you know, when we started this year, uh, we did not have a lot of experience. And so we had, you know, when we lined up against Magnolia West last year, we had maybe five or six kids playing on the varsity that night that had extensive experience playing Friday night football. And so, you know, it was a big growth year for us, and I thought our kids did a great job of um, – of really responding to the challenges that we that we face throughout the year, um, you know we we lost three games to teams that made it to the third round or beyond, and so um, you know we 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 fell short a couple of times where I felt like we had the opportunities to be successful, and I think we're going to build off of that this year. Um, you know the kids have come back and are working extremely hard. Uh, they're very dedicated to the to the things that we're challenging them with as far as the lifting schedules and the, and the running schedules and, and going and competing in the other sports and, and really, you know, prioritizing all those things and, and working hard to be successful. And I think work ethic is huge when you talk about success. And so our kids are learning that as well. But this year when we line up for our first game, you know, we're going to bring back 24 lettermen from last year um, and, and six, six starters on defense, seven starters on offense. Um, and that doesn't even necessarily include our our leading receiver from the year before that that didn't get to play this year. So, you know, we, we have a, a lot more experience coming back, uh, which to me only increases the expectations. And and quite frankly, that's that's my goal. I want to I want to challenge the expectations every year. I want to raise the expectations every year. And uh, we're going to you know resume that quest on April 17th. Uh, when we start spring ball and then we'll conclude it on May 19th with our spring game at Eagle Stadium uh, where we have our little inner squad and a preview basically of of our you know incoming freshmen our JV and our varsity so you know with with all those re- returning lettermen we also went 10 and 0 on the vars or on the JV blue and and 8 and 2 on the JV white and so you know those kids played really, really hard this year. They had a lot of success. And I think, you know, learning to win and expecting to win and walking on the field, knowing that you've put in the work and having the confidence that you can be successful is is a huge piece of it. And so, you know, having those kids have so much success at the sub-varsity level uh, is going to be beneficial to us and to them moving forward. But uh, we're definitely excited about the upcoming season. You know, we have, uh, like I said, a lot of experience, but a lot of that was also highly recognized in the, you know, all district uh, teams. Um, so we're excited about those guys and, and, and raising their game to the next level. And then in doing so, our team's uh, performance and, and uh, success is also going to increase. It's awesome. Now, I'm sure if I asked any of the coaches' wives, they'd say you guys work year round. And that is probably an understatement in the hours you put in for our kids here in our district. So school year's ends, but y'all schedule doesn't ease up a whole heck of a lot. Talk a little bit about some of the summer camps that uh, your programs have out there for our younger Eagles to come out and get exposure to some sports. Well, we do have a, a full slate of schedule uh, of camps that will be scheduled, um, you know, beginning, I guess, May 30th with boys basketball camp, you know. So it starts uh, May 30th and it ends uh, with our seventh and eighth grade football camp that ends on August third, so you know those uh, in between May thirtieth and August third, uh, every sport on our campus will have a, an opportunity for our young kids uh, from anywhere from first grade to to ninth grade 
to come work with our coaches uh, in those different sports. You know, we we really worked hard uh, to try to schedule those camps so that there's not as uh, there's not a lot of overlap. And so, if you're wanting to go to basketball camp and baseball camp and football camp, uh, you're able to do that because we tried to eliminate any. Uh, overlap of those camps. And so, you know, kids can come and experience all the different things that we have to offer. Uh, the camps range from two hours to a three-hour camp. And then obviously we have uh, strength and conditioning, which is for seventh grade through 12th grade only. Um, and that starts on June the 5th. And for the boys, it concludes August 3rd. For the girls, it con- concludes July 27th. And and that camp meets, you know, four days a week um, for two hours. And, uh, you know, we, it doesn't matter what level of experience they have. We accommodate those levels of experience. So we group them accordingly so that we can work with them within the, the knowledge level and skill level that they have. But, um, you know, we highly, highly encourage our seventh and eighth grade athletes, boys and girls, uh, all sports to, uh, attend our strength conditioning, because I believe that, um, you know, a lot of times these, these young people are playing so much that they're really not spending a much much time developing their bodies and uh, you know, which leads to injuries and things of that nature. And so I think it's huge for them to, uh, to buy into the strength and conditioning aspect of it. Uh, and so that, that, you know, that's a seven, eight week commitment. Obviously, you know, we know that they're going to go on vacations and things of that nature. It's always been my rule that, uh, you know, I want you to enjoy your family time. I want you to go on vacation and get away for, you know, a week or two or whatever it might be. But, you know, the rule was always, if you're in Barbers Hill, then be here, you know, on in the morning. You know, boys work out from 7.30 to 9.30. The girls work out from 8.30 to, uh, to 10.30. And, and so there's plenty of opportunity for the rest of the day to go out and, and be a normal kid and, and to do other things that you want to do. But uh, the two-hour dedication, you know, for me, uh, a day to do that and eight hours a week is well worth the uh, what you're going to gain from it as they move into their seasons. And so, you know, I think it's a huge benefit for our kids. Last year we had over 500 kids signed up for strength conditioning and, you know, boys and girls seven through 12, that was a huge number. Um, you know, it's $150, but when you break that down to eight hours a week and, you know, in eight weeks, uh, it's pennies on the dollar. And, and, you know, a lot of these, these kids are paying a lot more money for private lessons and for their summer teams and this, that, and the other. And, uh, I think it's a, an investment that's well worth the cost uh, when you look at what they're what they're what we're putting in through and and the things that we're teaching them and working with them through as far as uh, agility and speed development, power development, and then just their overall body strength. So, you know, we encourage them all to do that. But we have, like I said, basketball camps, tennis, swim, baseball, volleyball, soccer, uh, softball, and then you know, for me, football wise, we're going to have five different opportunities for kids. Uh, to do a, a football camp, whether it be a team camp, which is what we complete, you know, we conclude the summer with our fifth, sixth, and seventh and eighth grade team camps. Uh, but we'll also have a receiver, you know, like an offensive skill, defensive skill camp, O-line, D-line camp, so they can work specific to the things that they, you know, that the positions that they play. Uh, we have a little first through fourth grade camp, which is more of a beginner's level camp, so we can start teaching them the game and, and the very raw fundamentals. And, um, you know, so there's – there's tons of opportunities. Uh, all of those um, camps will be found on the website, uh, bhisd.net. Uh, go to departments, go to athletics, click on uh, uh, Inside Athletics, and then it'll have a, a drop down that says 2023 Summer Camps. And when the link goes live on March 1st, 
uh, that will give you as parents a preload to what all is available, what dates they're available, the times of those camps, so that you can kind of plan out your, your camp schedule and then it'll all go live for registration on April 1st. That's awesome. There's going to be a ton of opportunity to be exposed to a new sport, to learn new skills, to hone your skills, to get bigger, faster, stronger, all the things you're going to need to be successful. And to meet your coaches. And to meet your coaches. That's good. All those, all those camps are ran by our coaching staffs, uh, including our middle school coaches. And so, you know, when you look at a, a basketball camp or a volleyball camp, you know, our coaches at the middle school level, uh, and, and football and, and so on, they're all going to be ran by the high school coaches, but also, uh, the middle school coaches will be there to give an opportunity for them to, to meet the middle school coaches, to meet all their high school coaches, uh, and for us to get our eyes on them, to see kind of what we have coming and, and, um, you know, I think it's good for them to meet us, to get more comfortable around us as coaches, to get to know us and, uh, and to get excited about playing sports for the Eagles. That's awesome. So coach, I want to thank you, not just for the time you spent with us today, but just thank you and your entire coaching staff, you know, I think if we broke down the hours that you guys spent with our kids and the FaceTime you had with the kids, just the influence you have on them, just there aren't enough words except just thank you for all you do for all of our kids here. Well, I appreciate it. You know, it's, it's good to be an Eagle and I'm, and I'm happy and proud to be here. Um, you know, I feel like we've been blessed to be able to come to Barbers Hill and be a part of this community and in this school district. So I'm excited and, and, uh, that hasn't changed from day one to where we're at now. All right. Thanks coach. Thanks. Thank you for listening. If you need more information about our district, please visit our website at bhisd.net.